there's a little witch in all of us. Welcome to the wonderful world of Wicca. I'm Lisa Miranda, and this is the Wine Country Witch Podcast. Merry meet. I'm Lisa Miranda. Welcome to the Wine Country Witch Podcast. This is episode three, The Magic of Astrology. I'm sure all of you are at least somewhat familiar with astrology, the study of the movements and relative positions of celestial bodies interpreted as having an influence on human affairs and the natural world. That's how astrology is defined by the Oxford English Dictionary. But I prefer to think of this ancient art as a magical tool to help us better understand ourselves and improve our lives. Now that applies to forms of astrology such as Chinese and Hindu, as well as Western astrology. For this podcast, I'm going to focus on the latter, Western astrology, because that's the form with which I am most familiar. I've been studying it since I was a child, but I don't think I'll ever consider myself an expert. There's so much to learn. So I'm a lifelong student of this art. I'm going to share with you just a few of the ways I've learned to use astrology to empower myself and how I've incorporated it into my magical practice. All you witches out there know what I'm talking about. We who regularly use magic, that is, cross the bridge, which connects the realm of spirit with the realm of matter, automatically work with the innate powers of our astrological signs. Whether it's casting spells or caring for our loved ones, advising our friends or divining the future for our fellow human beings, creating art or simply going about our day, astrology is there to assist us. Of course, you don't have to be a witch in order to use astrology. Like magic, it's there for anyone of any religion to learn and employ. After all, we all have a soul, which is our own bridge between the realms. So everyone is innately magical. That quote is from one of my favorite books, The Goodly Spellbook, by Dixie Dearman and Steve Rasmussen. I strongly recommend this book if you're interested in learning more about Wicca. Just remember, though, to use your knowledge responsibly. As we say in Wicca, if it harm none, do what ye will. That's really a form of the golden rule, which most religions teach. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you, or simply treat others as you would like to be treated. Let's return to our main topic. I mentioned that we work with the powers of our astrological signs, not sign singular, but signs plural, because we all have more than one. There's your primary sign, which is your sun sign based on your birthday. That's all about who you truly are, your ego and inner self. Your rising sign or ascendant is how you appear to others and your outer personality. Your moon sign is how you emotionally react or how you love and feel. These are the top three influences in your chart. You can find them by having a personal birth chart done. I recommend the website Cafe Astrology. Very easy to find online. It offers free charts 
but you'll need to input your birthday as well as your place of birth and time of birth, which should be on your birth certificate. Just go to their free astrology reports section. If you don't have your time of birth or you just don't want to have a birth chart done right now, you can still use the magic of astrology by just knowing your sun sign, which is most of the time, most years, Aries. Your sun sign is Aries. If your birthday falls from March 20th to April 19th, Taurus is from April 19th to May 21st. Gemini is from May 21st to June 21st. Cancer, June 21st to July 23rd. Leo, July 23rd to August 22nd. Virgo, August 23rd to September 22nd. Libra, September 23rd to October 22nd. Scorpio, October 23rd to November 22nd. Sagittarius, November 23rd to December 21st. Capricorn, December 22nd to January 20th. Aquarius is January 21st to February 20th. And Pisces is February 21st to March 19th. Some years, the start and end times for each day vary. I'm sorry, for each sign. You know, it varies by a day or two. Folks born on these days are considered on the cusp, but that doesn't mean they have two sun signs. These people really need to have their birth time so they can get an accurate chart done. Everyone has only one sun sign. If you feel like the description of yours doesn't fit you, then your rising sign or moon sign might fit you, and they're probably very different from your sun sign. One or both of those, your rising sign or moon sign, more accurately describe who you are. To add another layer of complexity to this art, we all also have a Mars sign, which describes how you deal with life, how you lead or not, how you express anger and your masculine side, a Venus sign, which describes how you love, how you create and express beauty and your feminine side. A Mercury sign, which is how you think and communicate. A Jupiter sign, where and how you're lucky and gifted. A Saturn sign, which is how you discipline and limit yourself, where you're most challenged, where you will have the most hard-earned and permanent successes, though. So Saturn sometimes gets a bad rap. I want to emphasize that it's not all doom and gloom. There's a good side to Saturn. We also have a Uranus sign, which is where and how you're most unique and where you can expect surprises in your life. A Neptune sign, where and how you're imaginative and where and how you learn karmic lessons. And a Pluto sign, which is where and how you experience major transformations. And also it describes how you will die, how your earthly body will eventually die. We're all real living, breathing avatars of the energies of our natal chart planets. I'm paraphrasing another great book, Pagan Astrology by Raven Caldera. So in our charts, each planet is not only in an astrological sign, but also in a house. That adds still another layer of information to put to goodly use. Uh, Again, I refer you to cafeastrology.com if you're interested in finding out more about the planets and the houses. 
On this podcast, I'll be focusing on the sun signs and how I've learned to greatly improve my life by utilizing the magic of my own, Scorpio. One of the ways I do this is by having Scorpio's color, burgundy, around me as much as possible. Each sign rules certain colors, and wearing them or having them close to you will bring you good luck. Each sign also rules certain animals, body parts, countries and cities, activities and professions, keywords and phrases, and various other things. But let's get back to colors. In my home office, where I write my books and record these podcasts, there are burgundy pictures, soundproofing material on the walls, and burgundy curtains around the window. The color melds with my Scorpio energy and helps me to focus. It also reminds me of the gifts of my sign. Passion, mystery, willpower, determination, intuition— All are my birthright. No matter what is happening in the outside world, having your sign's color near you will help to bring out your best qualities. Sometimes we lose sight of who we really are and who we were born to be. We forget the power of our signs. Astrology is here to help you remember. With that in mind, here are the colors of the 12 signs the 12 sun signs, Aries, bright red, Taurus, emerald green, Gemini, yellow and magenta, Cancer, white and silver, Leo, gold and orange, Virgo, navy and gray, Libra, pink and light green, Scorpio, burgundy, Sagittarius, purple, Capricorn, black, Aquarius, electric blue, and Pisces, turquoise, and blue-green. If you're not a fan of your sun sign's color or colors, try working with the colors of your moon sign or ascendant. These colors can be almost as effective in helping you work towards your potential. Both my moon and ascendant are in Aries, so in addition to burgundy, I have quite a lot of red in my environment. My first car was burgundy, my current one is bright red, and our living room is decorated in shades of crimson and scarlet. I wear a great deal of garnet, carnelian, and red jasper jewelry. And don't even get me started on the sheer quantity of red and burgundy shoes I own. Well, one of the oldest beliefs about witches is that you can spot them because they always wear red shoes. Now I'm going to discuss a way you can further understand the unique powers of your sun sign. Each of us has a saying which basically sums up how we approach life. Aries says, I am. Taurus says, I have. Gemini says, I think. Cancer says, I feel. Leo says, I will. Virgo says, I analyze. Libra says, I balance. Scorpio says, I desire. Sagittarius says, I see. Capricorn says, I use. Aquarius says, I know. And Pisces says, I believe. Being aware of these sayings also helps you get along better with your fellow signs, regardless of the other influences in someone's chart. 
their sun sign's phrase will always be a vital part of their nature. To ask someone to not be true to their nature is unjust. It's a recipe for misunderstandings, so don't expect it. Never expect an Aries to be passive. What you see is what you get. This impatient, assertive sign demands you accept them just as they are. And if you can't do that, leave them the hell alone. They are born leaders, so permit them to take the lead. But they respect strength. They need you to be strong enough to stand up to them when necessary. Never expect a Taurus to be careless, especially of his or her belongings. This is the stubborn sign of possessions. They do things in their own good time, so don't rush them. They are very romantic, but also practical and reliable. They need you to make them laugh now and then. Never expect a Gemini to be quiet and not express themselves. This is the playful sign of communication, and their need to talk is at the core of who they are. Be their audience and play their games. Their minds are constantly active, swirling with original ideas. They need you to engage them in lots of lively conversation. Never expect a Cancer to not be sensitive. They feel everything more deeply than all the other signs. They like to pamper their loved ones, but they also like to be pampered. So feed them well and cuddle them. They need you to truly listen to them. Never expect a Leo to be shy and introverted. This is the sign of the performer. Like Geminis, they need an audience, but they need positive feedback most of all. So compliment them sincerely. They need you to show how much you appreciate them. Never expect a Virgo to not be sensible and cautious. Never push them. Wait until they're ready before initiating anything. They must analyze. It's what they do. They need you to work with them, not against them, on fixing things. Never expect a Libra to make up their minds quickly. They always see both sides of an issue. And indecisiveness is often the result, but they need to carefully weigh each side. Balancing things is how they live their lives, just as seeking justice is, or finding beauty in unexpected places. Art feeds their souls. They need you to experience the finer things with them. Never expect less than pure passion from a Scorpio. And that's not limited to sexual passion. Passions of all kinds feed the scorpion's soul. Passion for family and friends, work, or cause. They desire everything they can possibly get from life, and they are always looking for more. They need you to respect them. Never expect a Sagittarian to be satisfied with a quiet, safe life. They have to be out in the world, traveling to distant lands, seeing and learning all they can, and teaching what they've learned to others. Their powers of observation know no bounds. They need you to give them the space to be themselves. Never expect a Capricorn to be impulsive or unmotivated. They are careful planners, determined to succeed, no matter what the cost may be. They're driven to take what they need from life and put it to good use. They need you to understand this fierce drive. 
Never expect an Aquarian to be conventional. They will always find a new and unusual way of doing things, and their thirst for knowledge is unquenchable. To them, knowledge is power. They are the friendliest of the signs, and in order to relate to them in any meaningful way, you need to be their friend. Never expect a Pisces to be indifferent or lacking in compassion. This is the most empathic of the 12 signs, the wisest and most visionary, the dreamiest and the least selfish. Their beliefs form the core of who they are. They need you to need them. Now let's move on to the parts of the body. By understanding how your sign's energy shines through the areas of the body that it rules, you can learn to not only heal yourself, but how to use your physical form to make your dreams manifest into reality. Aries rules the head, face, and hair. Taurus rules the neck, throat, and vocal cords. Gemini rules the shoulders, arms, hands, fingers, and lungs. Cancer rules the chest, breasts, skin, and stomach. Leo rules the heart, spine, and upper back. Virgo rules the digestive system, intestines, lower abdominals, and nervous system. Libra rules the lower back, buttocks, and kidneys. Scorpio rules the sexual organs. Sagittarius rules the liver, hips, and thighs. Capricorn rules the knees, bones, and joints. Aquarius rules the lower legs, ankles, and the circulatory system. Pisces rules the feet. These parts are your personal power centers, but if you're unaware of this, they can be your weak spots. An oblivious Aries may suffer from frequent headaches, irrational anger, injuries to the face, or vision, sinus, hearing, and dental problems. A Taurus who is not using their energy well may get sore throats, infected tonsils, lose their voices, or have to endure stiff and strained necks. Geminis who deny their power can have dislocated shoulders, injuries to the arms, hands, and fingers, as well as chronic bronchitis and asthma. A cancer who is unmindful may experience problems with their breasts, skin infections, and emotional or stomach upsets. Leos who don't channel their power constructively risk heart attacks and spine or back injuries. Virgos who go through life worrying too much can ruin their delicate digestive systems. Libras who turn away from their innate gifts may throw out their lower backs and have to suffer kidney problems. Scorpios who have no idea just how powerful they are can have issues with erectile dysfunction, frigidity, and chronic infections of the sexual organs. Unaware Sagittarians may suffer from liver disease, hip problems, and broken legs. Capricorns who don't tap into their immense inner reserves of strength may get clinically depressed, have to get their knees replaced, and deal with painful joints. Aquarians who don't use their brilliance in a positive way risk blood clots in their legs, chronically swollen ankles, arthritis, and autoimmune diseases. Finally, Pisces people, 
who can't seem to accept how wise they are may try to drown themselves or deal with their problems by smoking, drinking, or abusing drugs. Sore feet and infected toes will then be the least of their problems. One of the ways astrology can help you avoid these maladies is to show you how your sign's body parts are meant to work with you. So, where is your power? Aries can learn how to use their facial expressions and outer appearance to further their goals, perhaps in a profession where how one presents oneself is vital. Their natural aggression can be channeled into sports, martial arts, or dance. Taking charge is part of who they are, and they need to be their own boss in order to thrive. Their face is their power. Taurus folks make superb singers and public speakers. They will succeed in any field where they can utilize that magical voice. Their voice is their power. Geminis are the communicators of the Zodiac. Like Taurus, their voices are their strength, but they channel that power more readily through their hands. Their hands are their power. Cancer people are astrology's nurturers. Their feelings are their power. Leos are the most generous of the signs. Their hearts are their power. Virgos are the fixers of the zodiac. They take in information like food, digest it, and turn it into solutions to problems. Their digestive system is their power. Libras are astrology's artists. They are also lifelong students of the law. Any field that requires sitting as a major component or knowing when to turn your back and walk away, that's where Libras find their power. So one one could say their buttocks is where their physical power lies. Of course, Scorpios know that sex is power. So that's all we'll say about that. Sagittarians are the adventurers of the Zodiac. Their power is that which propels them, the hips and thighs. Capricorns are astrology's careerists and social climbers. Their power runs deep in their bones and knees. Aquarians are the innovators and futurists of the Zodiac, meant to always be looking ahead and moving forward. Their power is channeled through their lower legs and ankles. Pisces people need to stay grounded. They are the wise, ethereal psychics of the 12 signs, and without a strong partner or someone to lean on, their sensitive feet will not function as the power source they are meant to be. Find something to do, either as a hobby or career, that constructively uses your sign's powers, whether it be by tapping into the colors, understanding the sayings, or working with the energies of the different parts of the body and your life will visibly improve. You have astrology's guarantee. If you'd like to hear more about how to use the magic of astrology, tune into my future podcasts where I will share other ways I've learned to tap into its power. You can also check out some of my favorite books, Love Signs by Linda Goodman, Pagan Astrology by Raven Caldera, and Llewellyn's Complete Book of Astrology by Chris Brandt Risk. It is my sincere wish that you all found the information in this podcast useful. May astrology's magic serve you well. If you have any questions or comments, please contact me at winecountrywitchpodcast at gmail.com. 
You can also visit my website, lisamiranda.com, and follow me on Instagram at ScorpioLisaM and on Twitter at ScorpioLisaM. Until next time, blessed be.